Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Hey, Sober Ladies, I'm so glad you're here with me today. We are coming into what can be quite a spiritual time of year for some of us, and I feel like the message is timely Traditional Christians call this period Advent. The Jewish community celebrates Hanukkah, and many don't associate this holiday time with any religion at all. So it's a timely discussion for sure. I want you to just open your ears and your heart and go with me while we kind of break down this God thing. So let me ask you, do you hate religion? Have you struggled with your recovery because of the G word? Well, for sure, you are not alone, and tons of recovering women have struggled with concepts around the spiritual program since the creation of AA back in 1935. I would even take a chance and say as many women have gotten sober as those who have gotten drunk because of the, how, of the higher power thing. Am I right? Maybe you grew up in a family with super strict fundamental values, and there were feelings like guilt and shame cropping up all over the place. Or perhaps you had the opposite, a family that didn't know anything about God or religion. No matter where you come from, this dirty three-letter G word is a sensitive subject. When I was growing up, we were raised Catholic. We attended the required weekly religious education classes. Back then, they were called CCD. I'm not even sure if that's still a thing. And we completed the sacraments through confirmation. We went to a Catholic school, and we were members of that church. However, I don't really remember being there as a family. I don't think we really did church often, maybe some Christmas and Easter services, but I honestly just cannot recall it. So we lived in walking distance from the church. So my parents, God bless them. They know I love them. They're wonderful. I couldn't do my life without them. They would tell us to go to church and they would send us off on our way. So my sister and I would walk up to the church. We would pick up the bulletin for that particular service. And then we would run around town doing whatever young kids do, right? But we had proof that we were there. And growing up, that's how I remember church. There wasn't fellowship, youth groups, or middle school retreats. I feel I've always had a belief in God, but I'm not going to lie. The training in the Catholic Church was a bit unsatisfying, and I didn't really get it. I went to college in North Carolina, and then I was exposed to the Southern Baptists. They were preaching on every street corner, basically telling us women that we didn't belong there, that we should be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. It was really confusing, kind of the first time I'd ever experienced that. And then sometime after that, I started attending my husband's family's Lutheran church, and that seemed to feel right at the time. 
I felt accepted and started to learn more about the biblical approach to Christianity. The pastor was really dynamic. He was young and super inspiring. He was married. He had two children. And we eventually had him marry us, and we stayed there for many years. Then after I got sober, I learned that there is a big difference between religion and spirituality. I discovered that believing in something outside myself was not only helpful, but actually essential in curing the self-centeredness that kept me in active addiction. And it had nothing to do with a building with a cross on the roof. So let's face it. For some of us, the word religion conjures up images of white Jesus, hypocrisy, preachers on the corner, trauma inflicted in his name, sinner's guilt, and old ladies pinching cheeks before they went to Fellowship Hall to have coffee and donuts and whisper gossip about the latest scandal in the congregation. If you grew up in that kind of fundamental denomination with traditional values, there's a good chance you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have worked with many of these folks in my private practice, and all I can say is thank God for EMDR and good trauma work, because the damage that can be done to some people in the name of God is heartbreaking. Some maybe don't have any experience with organized religion, but you've heard the stories of others and the discretions of preachers gone before, the gay sex scandals, the sexual harassment and molestation, charges of assault and battery, stealing hundreds of thousands from their churches, and adultery. What in the actual heck? These professed men of God leading congregations preaching the gospel, raising children, and drinking the Kool-Aid, living examples of the church. But here's the thing, guys. They actually aren't. Wait, what? So hear me out. These people are not gods. They aren't saints, angels, or divine creators. They're human. Really, they're just people. So honestly, what can we expect? It's easy to hear these scandals and turn your back and say, see, I told you it was all a scam. There's no God. This is a cult. They only want our money. The Bible isn't real. My response to all these incidents whenever they come up is always a loving, they are human after all. It's not that I think this is acceptable. Of course it's not. I just know that they're human beings doing human things and sadly, People disappoint. All people disappoint. But so often, for a variety of reasons, humans in churches make the leaders idols. In fact, you could say that some really worship their leader. There are good little sheep falling in line. Of course, churches need leaders. They're organizations. They're actually businesses, after all. So they need all kinds of people to run the show. All I'm saying is it's fine to be inspired by your pastor or leaders in the church or resonate with them or take what they say and put it into practice. It's not fine to make them gods. Maybe you've already been deeply hurt by your church family, maybe by your own parents or someone else related to the church, all done in the name of God. That level of spiritual trauma definitely leaves a mark and causes a ton of confusion about your value, 
your safety and love. And if that's part of your story, I'm deeply sorry. This happens. I've heard the stories from the couch in my office. It's deeply disturbing, unbelievable, painful, and unacceptable. But the good news is it can be healed for sure. And using good EMDR therapy will help. This is why, although I am deeply faithful as a woman today and madly in love with Jesus, I don't like religion either. And we're a family that goes to church every week. Because religion is not the same thing as spirituality. Say it again with me, girls, for the ladies in the back. Religion is not the same thing as spirituality. Religion, in fact, is man-made. It's years of tradition, denominations, sacraments, and study. And if you love the Bible, history, worship, fellowship, all the things, and you love God, that's awesome. But spirituality is in every man, woman, and child. We're actually born with it. It is the energy from the cells vibrating in our bodies, which are affected by our thoughts and our feelings, our experiences, and the energy of others. Spirituality is about relationship, connection, peace, and faith. We can deeply connect spiritually with the universe, with nature, with people, and also with energy. And we can find it in many ways. So why is this important? Because as humans, eventually our self-reliance will run out. Because remember, humans disappoint, right? There will come a time when we will fail ourselves. What are you supposed to do then? Where do you turn? How do you deal with that level of disappointment in the human condition? So I'm wondering, where do you get your sense of purpose from? What can you connect with that is outside yourself? Maybe you connect with your God or the universe or spirit in the woods or nature or yoga, or maybe you're in a women's Bible study. Maybe you do body work or you have a prayer practice or you have some other care group. But what does spirituality mean to you and how do you feel it? How do you express it? During this holiday season, maybe it means volunteering at a local organization. We were just down at the Meals on Wheels Central Maryland um, Distribution Center over the Thanksgiving holiday, packing food for the elderly and disabled in our community. It's an amazing organization, super fun, and we could do it together. So it was awesome. It's deeply spiritual. Maybe you find it in sponsoring a family in need. Maybe it's attending worship services and listening to an Advent message. Maybe you'll take a hike and feel the sun and cool air on your skin, filling your heart with gratitude. I want you to drop a post in the Confident Sober Women group or shoot me an email. Remember, be gentle with yourself as you work through this process. But I really want to know, what does spirituality mean to you? Where do you find that sense of purpose? Because we're not all the same. We feel differently and that's okay. But during this season, I want you to find your joy in the way that works for you so that you can spread it, right? I want you to really dig deep inside. And if you've been wrestling with this 
dirty little three-letter word for a while now, challenge yourself. Maybe reach out, ask a friend, ask me, ask our group. How do you do it? How did you find your connection? Don't be afraid to hear other people's perspectives, no matter where you come from. And a final thought. Sometimes you can only find heaven by backing away from hell. Carrie Fisher. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.